Are you ready? A Shot of Wrestling, episode 237. And away we go. Is that the message you got? We about to go live, but you're ready to rock. So take a shot. Oh, so take a shot. Oh, yeah. I'm a street breaker. I'm a heartbreaker. This is my dawn. I'm a moan breaker. Strict plan into war. About to seek and destroy. It's an SOW. Let me hear you make noise. Take a shot. Oh, is that the message you got? We about to go live, but you're ready to rock. So take a shot. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 237 of A Shot of Wrestling. I am your host, at Michael J. Putty. Joined, as always, Mark Schwann. Mark, how was his college life for that one night? <laughs> one night and one night only, man. It was pretty good. Pretty damn good, bro, I have to say. Had a uh, pizza barn, which was fantastic. Had stuffed crust style, too. I didn't even know you could do Shut that. Shut up. That's amazing. Oh, dude, it was delightful. Uh, and I kicked my wife's ass in every single game possible. Okay. So you're looking at, you're a winner. Uh, and we, still. Never got my virtual beer pong. Beer pong champion. Uh, I was passed out by 11 o'clock. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're, you're getting older or because you drank so much you, you, you didn't pace yourself? So I started at 4 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. You were college night, huh? Oh, dude, I went hard. I went hard. My wife was smarter than I was. She was like pacing herself all throughout. Like I, I, went, I went gung-ho heavy even on the pizza in the very beginning. She was like spacing it out all throughout the day, was drinking water in between games and all that. And uh, she was the last person standing. So kudos to her. Again, Me, I was, I was done. Again, a recurring theme on the show for the last couple of weeks. Your <laughs> wife is a smart woman. Uh, She's a very really smart woman. That with that one. <laughs> <laughs> She's the brains in this operation. And the looks. And the, and the looks and everything else. And yeah. The brawn. <laughs> Probably I'll bench you. <laughs> Who do I marry? Ronda Rousey here? You never know. Everyone keeps saying my wife could kick my ass. Oh, so I don't know why they say okay. that. Get the hint, Mark. Get the hint. Get the hint. <laughs> How was your New Year's, man? It was uneventful. Um, you know, a lot of things going on. I couldn't go out to do certain things because of certain reasons. So ended up celebrating New Year's with my parents for the first time, I think, since God knows when. Okay. But How was that? Was that nice? I know it was boring. <laughs> but let me ask you a question. Yeah, what's up? Is my friend a dick? Follow, fo- mean, follow, follow me. Okay. All right. Every year, I think I mentioned this last year, my friends, this couple friends of mine, host a New Year's party every year. Out on Long Island. Last, last year was in Long Island. They moved out to Long Island, yes. But used to be, used okay. to be here in Queens. Yeah. So that's tradition. Go to their house for the party. Yeah. So another friend of mine sent me a text. Wednesday, he says, are you, what are you doing for New Year's? I'm like, probably going to stay home do nothing. He's like, all right. Okay. You want, want me to swing by with some pizza, drink, hang out? I'm not doing anything either. I'm like, yeah, I'm, all right. Sounds good. Awesome. What a good, what a good friend of mine. Right? Knowing I'm not doing anything, he's not doing anything. Let's hang out together. Let's do something together. Okay. This friend isn't Green Man, is it? No. Okay. So later that night, (laughs) I got a text from said married couple saying they are going to host a little party together, just a very, very small handful of people. My friend's name was not on that list. Was not. Okay. But you were. Yeah. So I'm like, I I probably can't go anyway, but um, if anything changes, if I get done early, I'll let you know. 
So now I'm preparing for him to come over. I'm buying snacks, make sure I drink stocks. He gets me with a text, 7.30, are you going to their house tonight for the party? I'm like, no, I thought you were coming here. What are you doing? He goes, oh, I'm here already. I thought you were coming. Didn't we, didn't we just agree less than 24 hours later that you were coming here? <laughs> so he went there to the party and abandoned me. Ugh, what a dick. So I, I, it sounds like a miscommunication. He thought you were going no, to, no, to the party. No, no, he didn't. Because with a plan for him to come here, do I want him to bring anything to drink? Like, what time do you think we'll get the pizza? Mm. Mm. So it sounds like... Uh... You got the better deal. Who initiated, who, who initiated this? All right, so you texted him saying, hey, man, where are you? And he's like, oh, I'm at the party. No, he where texted me you? saying, are you coming tonight? Like, are you coming tonight? Okay. Telling him where? where? He goes, oh, where? I'm, at the pi- I'm at their house at the party. So I guess they went and invited him anyway, or he just found out and invited himself. So I was like, what a dick. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I, no, I, he, see- he said he would leave and come. If I if I was if I wanted him to, I'm like, no, why would the fuck you do that? Go have fun, hang out. I couldn't make it. I couldn't go anyway. Right. So like, why should he leave the party to have fun? So, but I was like, what a dick. I was prepared, hanging out. I got frozen snacks. I got fucking champagne. I'm sorry, bro. What I need to drink? What are you drinking now? Look at you. I've been drinking all day, Mark. <laughs> all day today. Actually, all year. Is that why? All year. <laughs> I was going to say, is that why you didn't answer my text earlier today? Yeah, it's part of it. <laughs> but before that, clusterfuck of what was New Year's Eve night, your boy at Mockery Putty was a very, very special guest on Too Good Talk over at Too Good TV. It, I, I was waiting for this, man. It was like, H. Andrews, Big Cozo was on our show months ago telling him how they were going to debut this new sh- talk show over theirs. In the last hey, show of the year. Last show of the year, he wanted to make it extra special. So he brought the Too Good agent, Steve, the body Lugo, and the voice of Too Good, your boy, at Michael J. Putty. And you know how I feel about video chat, Mark. Very uncomfortable. Yeah, so what's up? So you did the video chat for them. Are we going to start doing video chats? What's up? No. Who wants, Why? Who wants to watch us talk about wrestling when they're listening to us? We're in the 21st century, yeah. man. Yeah, but people want to like, listen to us on the driving. People listen to us on the train. They want to watch us. We eat battery. Well, they, video well, eat battery, they, Mark. You, get, you eat battery. give like an extra element there. You know, if they choose to, some people would rather watch it. No, no one, no one, no one prefers that. But you just you don't like being on video. You you have this whole thing. But I had a nice no setup. Me. My thing was like, oh, I got what background do I do? I use this background I'm using now. Do I do a different background? Like, what do I wear? So no, you I got, think I, way too much I the, about this. I got shit, good lighting. Man. I got a tripod set up. I just, I set up the equipment here in the studio, and um, it came out great. It was almost two hours long conversation. Didn't feel that long. So shout out to Ace Andrews for having me on. Uh, his talk show. Can't wait to come back. Can't wait to come back. We had a good time. So, all right. So, how can we now it's on them, but not, not okay with us? You can check it out on Twitch, Instagram Live. That's uh, on YouTube as well. Too Good Talk, Too Good TV. Check out Ace Andrews on social media for the link and myself. It was a good time. We, we got we, we got to get you on video here. No, it's fine. We're good. But like, I, it, this is this is my show. It's my baby for five years. Like. I can do whatever I, I can do whatever you, I can do whatever you, I want. You gotta, you gotta evolve with the time. I, I can do whatever I want. But now Ace Andrews, a friend of mine, is telling me, "Oh, come on my show." I'm like, "You can't say no to that." You know what I'm saying, you, feel, yeah, you, you see you, the difference? You, you, you gotta break out of your comfort zone, you see the man. Difference? That's the only way you get to grow. But go ahead and go ahead and watch it. You see me like I'm, I feel like I'm fidgeting. I'm like making sure I'm playing with my shirt. I'm playing with my jacket. Make sure I look straight. It was uh, nonstop because moving. you hate because you hate yourself. <sighs> More ways than one. 
You got you gotta give yourself a hug, man. Give yourself a break. Nothing okay. <laughs> I, I, even you, I, I, even you talk about it, like, ladies and gentlemen. You just have to see what I'm seeing right now. He's getting so uncomfortable talking about even himself yeah. being on video. Man, I could use a hug because my friend abandoned me on New Year's night, but it's fine. Uh, yeah, you could. Yeah, you could definitely use a hug for that. That sucks. But at least you got some like quality time with your parents. It's nice. <sighs> Jack Daniels never let me down. <laughs> Yeah, my parents have their own mental things going on. They don't fucking remember. My, my father was asleep. My mother doesn't remember anything. It's fine. What are we okay, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to help you out here. I mean, I'm trying to, I'm trying to help you see like the, the brighter side of things. You, you just, you just want to go low. You go low, I go high, man. <laughs> you, want, you want to really help me out? Stop. Let's get into the news. Okay. It's time for in the news. Michael J. Putty and Mark Schwab. All right, Putty. So Sammy Callahan is staying with Impact Wrestling as he has signed a new deal. The former world champion was set to become a free agent on January 1st, but that's not happening. Instead, he took to Twitter to announce that he signed a new two-year deal with the company. Callahan stated his contract is for big money, and he had offers from other companies. Was this the right move for Sammy? And uh, considering with all the free agents that are coming out uh, in, from Impact, you know, h- how does this impact them signing these people? It's huge. Good for him. Good for him. We talked about with the free, na- uh, the free agent names WWE's looking into, how they probably wouldn't be used as well on the WWE product. God knows what they're going to do in AEW. Sammy Callahan is a perfect fit for Impact. He's one of the big names over there, bigger names, former world champion. He's a big name in the locker room. People probably look up to him. So uh, I think this is a huge get for him. Big money is well-deserved. And I think this is uh, – if Sam McCallaghan staying in impact, if Sam McCallaghan staying in impact, maybe this is a spot I want to be in as well. Right. Sam McCallaghan is, is obviously – there's no question of like the talent level that he has, and I'm sure the locker room presence that he brings to – you know, the question is, you know, he's obviously said he's had promotion uh, offers from different promotions, you know, one of which, you know, obviously speculate right away is possibly WWE, but – you know, I just read recently that WWE doesn't really have enough money right now to bring on talents that are uh, to resign the talents. Their contracts are over there. Yeah. So there's that. So you got to think then, okay, obviously, AEW, maybe NWA, uh, MLW seems to be making bigger pushes as well. Uh, so he definitely probably had offers from one of those companies. So maybe Impact is the best way for him to go. Impact, obviously, it's hitting its stride this year. Uh, this year, uh, this coming year, looking like to make bigger moves. It just one has to wonder. He says big money, right? How much money does Impact have left to have, and how much money do they have left over to resign? Like last week, we just talked about how many names were on that list about people's contracts expiring, mm-hmm. and they also just signed Deanna Parazzo to a deal. So it, it just makes you wonder what's going on here. How much money do they have left? Because it's been kind of like hush hush as far as uh, their payroll. And no disrespect at all to NWA or MLW, but Sammy Callahan is kind of big time for those cup promotions. You have a ring of honor up fucking big time. Impact is the third tier promotion right now, making moves. Perfect fit for him. He has a nice spot on the roster, like I said, a leadership role. That's where the money and the payroll goes. That's above my pay grade. That's geniuses over there do their thing. So I'm assuming they have the money. Also, they have history of doing handshake deals. So they, don't they have the, do. They, they do. They have the money like- right now. They'll, they're good for it. They'll pay you back. Obviously, I've seen with Deanna Perrazzo and 
the good brothers, they'll pay you back in the end if you just stick with them. They uh, reward loyalty. So, you know, obviously Sammy, they're, letting, the money. they're letting Ethan Page go. And I'm not hey, listen. I'm not questioning why Impact decided to uh, resign Sammy Callahan. Oh, they needed like, to. Obviously, they to. yeah, they they had to. I mean, that that's a good name to to bring back. Uh, you know, I saw Jordan Grace in that list of so someone that's contract is expiring. I think if they let her go, that's a big mistake. Yeah, I think uh, I think she'll stick around. I believe Eric Young was also on that list. You know, that that's someone again that just Rich Swan was on that list for sure. Yeah. You know, I mean, there are some big names in that company that are said to become a free agent. Some people they could possibly maybe let go with or try to work out a handshake deal. Uh, but you know, you have to think like if big money was offered to Sammy Callahan. Uh, no one else is going to get that type of offer. But at the same time, too, it's no st- secret uh, announced today about WWE offering low-ball contracts to some talent that's about to leave, too. So it makes you think, is is it greener pastures on the other side? Maybe not. I also don't know what AEW's contract, uh, what they're offering over there. I don't think anybody knows until this pandemic is over with. Stay with the W, you know. So let's um, get through this first, and then we'll, take about, we'll talk about his contract later. Absolutely. Moving on, WWE Hall of Famer Hulk Hogan recently named fellow legend Ric Flair woo-hoo, as the greatest wrestler of all time. The Hulkster also gave his thoughts on Universal Champion Roman Reigns and WWE Champion Drew McIntyre, predicting that they can take WWE to the next level. Ah, buddy, I gotta say, I mean, that's a big, that's a big statement by Hulk Hogan, uh, considering that he's a legend himself. How do you feel about those comments? Do you see Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre taking it to the next level? WWE's the be-all end-all right now. They're the top dog in this, in this business. So what the next level is, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I was about to say, what does that mean, the next level? Because The Rock obviously took it to the next level. He took it to the level that I don't think WWE or Vince McMahon even thought could happen. You know, talking about mainstream status, being the top dog in Hollywood, making the most money. So, um... Daring picks by Hulk Hogan picking both world champions, by the way. Yeah. Way, way to go out on a limb. <laughs> but those are two big names, man. Yeah, absolutely. I think Roman Reigns is definitely a big name. He's carrying this company on his back. He's become the face of the company. His new persona, every, everybody's loving it. I've not heard one bad thing about the new Roman Reigns. No, Roman Reigns right now is phenomenal. Um, he has some hacking work. He has done some movies and TV shows. Once his career here is done, if he wants to cross over and follow that path. He, he did a great job on Aquaman. Oh, wait, no, it's not the same actor, right? No, they look exactly the same. So I'm joking. Uh, what he was in uh, the new Missy Netflix David Spade movie that was really really good. Actually, he did a good job with that. You like that movie? I hated that. Really? Yeah. I, well, my I, brother was telling me like how good that movie, how funny it was. There was maybe like one funny scene, and the rest is like, dude, this movie's stupid. Well, I went in expecting a stupid movie, but actually, it, I, I was I was told it was like one of the funniest movies ever. Oh, so I, I didn't. Go in hearing that. I expected nothing. Okay. And I, I got a lot more. That's the problem. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. I, I was, I was upsold. I was. I wasn't expecting much, and it delivered. You were expecting something, and it underperformed. That's the problem. It's false advertising yeah. to me. But if you didn't hear anything about it, you would have liked it. Eh, maybe we'll see. But going on, what you were saying, I mean, like Roman Reigns going into movies and whatnot. Uh, do you see that scene going on for Drew McIntyre? If he wants to, he has a charisma. He has a look. So, I feel like he's not there yet. I, I feel like it's so early to say about Drew McIntyre. You know, I forgot someone asked me, I forget who it was, about like, you know, Drew McIntyre's championship reign right now. And it's so hard to say for sure, like, you know, to grade him on this uh, justly because, like, you know, he's doing a fair job 
during a pandemic. But honestly, I don't necessarily see it. I, I feel like if there was an audience there, if this is normal times, I feel like the audience would have probably start turning on him already. Not only the audience is that he hasn't really had any great rivalries. I mean, he had the good one with except with for Randy Rocky Orton. Yeah. He has short, he has short lived one with Roman Reigns. So that was it. That Roman Reigns thing wasn't really anything. It was just for the interpromotional Survivor Series thing. Right, exactly. So I'm not. I'm barely even counting that. But the the biggest one was Roman Reigns for sure. Uh, and I'm sorry, Randy, uh, Randy Orton. Orton. That was decent. That was pretty good. But other than that, that's pretty good. But any, like, who who made that? That was Randy Orton. He hadn't had any long term program with anybody, so he hadn't really had a chance to uh, shine. I think again, they're, they're just it? waiting for the crowds to come back. Now that it's sooner rather than later, and um, we'll take it from there. We'll we'll gauge that when the time comes. But I don't think the crowd will turn on them. I, I just don't see what the next level is uh, for these guys. You know, it, it, you know, if, if anything, The Rock and John Cena has completely surpassed Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan in, in many, many ways as far as uh, stardom goes. I, I don't does he mean, know. Does he mean next level, like mainstream media wise? These guys going on red carpets, these guys being on like Access Hollywood, these guys being cameos. Because if that's, if that's the case, I, I don't see anyone in that roster doing that. Hmm. I don't. Do you? Not a fan. Not a fan. I, I just I, I just don't see it being that way. And that's not a knock on anyone there. You know, I mean, hell, I mean, you could even say Stone Cold Steve Austin brought it to the next level. Hmm. But I, I don't see anyone on that roster being any of those guys I've mentioned, The Rock, John Cena, or um, Stone Cold. I, I just don't see it. I think they're good at what they do in the ring for, for wrestling and for WWE, but I don't necessarily see them transcending anything at all because of them or because the audience doesn't want it right now because wrestling is not I think, hot that, right I think i think that part has nothing to do with the audience i think it's it's going to sound so wrong for me to say i think it is them i i just don't think they have that it factor that je ne sais quoi i i think they they all are very they have their strengths of what they do and they play to their strengths very well but they don't necessarily transcend you know like there's like there's a difference between being a starting quarterback in the NFL and then being Patrick Mahomes or being Tom Brady, uh, being Tom Brady, you know, those, those are different calibers there. And that's the same in wrestling. You get Philip Rivers and there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. Fair enough. I think we see a lot of Philip Rivers in WWE right now. It wasn't all of wrestling. Yeah. And don't forget my man, Fitzmagic. Fitzmagic, who's on the COVID list right now. So you got Tua going against the Buffalo Bills. I walked away from that game. Um, thinking it was over. They're on the 15-yard line. All they do is run out the clock. So I leave to my parents' house. I come back just in time to see the winning field goal. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Apparently Gaskin ripped it up for the, for the Dolphins, man. And the Raiders almost fucking ripped his head off. Uh, Fitzpatrick's head off that fucking play. <laughs> but they were right. There was memes going around. If Patrick Mahomes made that play, you would see that nonstop on TV. Every news network, ESPN, Fox Sports, nonstop. But Fitzpatrick did it. Sure. You saw it once or twice now, is it? For sure, for sure, and, and that goes with like in NBA too. If like you yeah. just touch LeBron James, that's it. It's like the biggest crime in the world. You yeah. get 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 the fuck off the court. You just you just harmed our boy. But you know, if it was just anyone from the New York Knicks, yep. <laughs> it'll be nothing. Uh, but going back into WWE news or wrestling news, I should say this is not WWE. Uh, during an interview, John Silver said that there shouldn't be another exalted one for the Dark Order. There were a major heel faction recently working as face this past week in Dynamite. I'm just wondering right now, since like you know they just worked that angle here. Where does the Dark Order go from here? No clue, buddy. No clue. You know, I I, f- I feel like they can't go back to their normal heel ways. 
You know, I mean, they, they had very much more, especially John Silver. John Silver, like, my God, I don't know if you saw uh, on Dynamite, very touching moment at the end there when he won this uh, six-man match. Yeah, I, I just feel like it's going to be very hard to not root for these guys. At first, I don't know what the Dark Order even is. You know what I'm saying? What 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 are they doing? Like I remember they're they're just a group of people, and then they had this leader leading them to be revealed as Brody Lee, and then they're bad. But what's their mission statement here? What are they? I see them recruiting people. I would watch. I watched an episode of Dynamite where they recruited um, Anna J and uh, Boom Boom. Trying to blank on his name for some reason. Cole Cabana. Thank you. So they're recruiting. And now people. recently, and now, and now recently, uh, Adam Page. Yeah, exactly. So they're recruiting people. But what is their purpose? What like what is their mission statement? What what's the point of joining the Dark Order? Do you know offhand? I mean, the, their whole thing is just it, it's supposed to be like a cult, pretty much. You know, and, so and what, Brody, what's the end game? Are they trying to Brody, take over Brody Lee? Is, is, yeah, basically taking over, right? Just for the greater good for Brody Lee, yada yada. Um, and, and that was pretty much it. Well, he, his name was the Exalted One. He was the Exalted One. He wasn't Brody the Exalted yeah. Guy. So there can't be another right. one. Right. So where do you? And I, I kind of, I do, I do agree with what you're saying. Though. I, I don't think there should be another one. I definitely have respect for Brody like, Lee. They can't, but it just makes you think. Then okay, I agree as much as I agree with this. Like you know, wh- where do we go from here? Because it would be a shame if they, because of all of this, that like you know these guys they, they basically lose their spots here and they they're yeah. just you know scrambling around creatively. Yeah, I, don't... I, I would actually hate to be part of creative AW right now trying to figure this out for them because you kind of booked in the corner. You, like, you had an awesome moment. You, the tribute show I thought was amazing, by the way. Uh, I, I think it was just touching and beautiful and, and classy all at the same time. But it, it's kind of, you're kind of trapped here. You know, you can't go from one week that, you know, they're baby faces, uh, all of them are baby faces. And the next week they're back to doing their same old, same old. Well, also this week on Dynamite wasn't anything canon wise there was no storylines there was no purpose there was no rivalries there was no faction there was some they they did integrate some of the storylines in there so i mean you knew going in once you found out every match had a dark order member match that they were going to win that person was going to win right and that was fine so that's fine it's a tribute celebration of life fantastic now i would think control the elite go back to where you were business as usual but how do you do that when their leader is gone not like a member of exalted. Not, not like a member of the Dark Order passed away. It was their leader. Their leader. Right. I think. I think you still. And, so, go, and someone that was like so beloved too. I think you still go back to them being heels. Keep doing what you're doing. It was working. But now you just got to find out how you answer the elephant in the room, who's leading these guys now. I. I feel like the other part is harder for them to go back to being heels because keep in mind they do have a live audience. It's not like WWE where they they just. Uh, you know, pumping in crowd noise. They actually have their people there live. You're going to be a dick if you start booing these guys. I mean, they have to do like the ultimate heel of shit. Yeah, and make I, them I don't do it. Do it. I, do I don't it. know if that's a smart move. Make them do heel of shit. Go back to where you what, were. What, 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 what can they possibly do to make people boo these people right now? What can they do? I don't know. I'm not creative, bro. I don't know what they were doing beforehand. Why are people booing them beforehand? Destroy uh, Cody Rhodes, who are the, the top guy in the company is right now. Don't skip a beat. You can't you can't change your whole platform, your whole business module because somebody passed away. I think honestly, going against the grain, doing a heel is a turn, bad face, idea. going a face turn because somebody passed away isn't good for storytelling. I think you have to lean into it. I, I personally think you have no choice but to lean into it. And I think they, they could actually save uh, save these characters creatively if you just lean into it. You can't have a faction called Dark Order being faces. 
It's in the name. They're dark. I mean, dude, we're, we're cheering for the Fiend. The Fiend's being booked as a good guy. <laughs> I mean, you have the Dark Order. And not for nothing. I mean, when you had the, the Ministry of Darkness, hell, I was a fan. <laughs> I was a fan of that. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of other people would say the same. So I, I don't know. I, I, I guess it's going to be remain to be seen. We'll have to tune in next week for Dynamite. Yeah, I guess so. Curious to find out how to handle it. I do not want to be there, like you just mentioned. Uh, it's a tight rope to walk. Cause Very tough spot. Whatever you Very do, you turn them face. Like you said, if you lean into the pitch and turn them face, people are going to bitch about it. If you turn no, them, well, if, if you turn them, going to bitch about that? People who are like, oh, they're uh, basically what I just said. The fucking marks are going to say what I just said. Oh, they were, they were, they were heels. Then, then those people are going to bitch about anything, though. But then if you keep them face, if you keep them heel, people are going to bitch about that as well. So, again, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. I, I think you gotta you got to expect a reaction. You know, and the reaction is people are going to cheer. Because yeah, okay. not, for, not for nothing, like, they, you played with the emotional strings here. We saw John Silver. We saw a lot of these guys, uh, Anna of Jay. You know, they, they kind of broke kayfabe for a little bit there in the ring. They had some real moments, too, real moments that you can't that you can't fake. You know, they, they got emotional, and we've heard the stories, countless stories about Brody Lee. <laughs> Dude, not for nothing, man, you, you really, it's going to be hard to, to boo these people because you want them to succeed. We'll see. If you do it right, easy to boo them. Uh, we'll see. I'll be too soon. It, it depends. It depends. I mean, I, I don't know. They, they could do something completely fucking crazy. And to make the fans boo them again, and that'd be awesome. They, they, the creative does have to be careful here, I think. Yeah, same. Very, very careful. Tightrope to walk. And we'll see what happens. They're in their hands now. They're the pros. They're the experts. Let's see what they do. And uh, whatever they decide, somebody's going to have a problem with it. Sure. But, buddy, that's all I have for the news. Do you have anything for me, man? Uh, no, not really. Uh, I think you covered it pretty well. Good job. Thank you. Time for our TV takedown. It's time for this week's TV Takedown. All right, Mark, uh, what about TV this week? What do you got for me? Uh, dude, to me, to me I, the, the only thing that really stood out the most was the whole tribute show that AEW did for Brody Lee. I thought that was spectacular. Right from the very beginning, I was already tearing up, man. That, that 10 bell salute, I mean, we've all seen 10 bell salutes before, but this one. Really got to me because I think it's because like they had the family forefront and center there. Yeah. And you just saw it was still a very emotional, very raw feelings for them there. And just also seeing, you know, Brody Jr. in the suit, like his dad with the mask. I thought that was adorable. Uh and you know, seeing especially Eric Rowan come back for that one that one time appearance there. Seeing a, a grown ass man, a man that size, breaking down tears with that sign for uh, for his brother there, for Luke Harper, for Brody Lee. Very, very touching. And to see his kid, uh, Brody Jr. get involved is pretty cool, yeah. too. I, I think it was a classy move that Tony Khan uh, gave him that contract as well. I, I thought that was awesome. My thing for you, Putty, with this, like, I, know, I know people were complaining about WWE not doing enough. They felt like they didn't pay enough tribute to Brody Lee. But I, I, I don't know, man. I, I feel like WWE did the right move in a way. Uh, as far as like, all right, we're going to pay our respects, but this is AEW's guy. Let them take it off from here and i thought aw did an awesome job uh, what are your thoughts on that thank you thank you yes totally agree with you luke harper john huber Brody lee was not an active member of the wb roster okay he wasn't a legend he wasn't a big huge name on screen anyway during the uh, his run there not his fault 
So for them to just do that flash, uh, the tribute page on every show, they've had, yeah. they've had legends die and do just that page on Raw or SmackDown, not every single show. Right. They carried this over to every single show. Um, they released a tribute pictorial on their social medias. New Year's yeah. Eve, they, they released a full tribute package. What, After AEW. Yeah, and what, what, what did you want them to do? What would have appeased you? A tribute package to some guy who's on another roster right now? To a guy who's on another company? And you just said it best. I think they took, let that AEW handle it. This is their guy. This is their moment to shine. Let them pay their respects. It's their family member who lost. Yes, we're hurting as well, but it's their guy right now. Let Which them... I actually think is a classy move by WWE to do that. Yeah, I had no problem with it. Again, because it wasn't their guy who died. It was AEW's guy. Right. If Luke Harper passed away, it would have been a different story. Absolutely. It would have been a completely different story. And I, I, it makes me think, too. When you, did you see the AEW tribute video to, to Brody Lee? Did yeah, you see that? For the first time since the debut of Dynamite, I watched Dynamite live beginning to end. Okay. So I, I, I did you well catch done. this? Throughout that tribute video, that tribute video was sick, by the way. There were a lot of WWE guys in there. Yeah. Like active, yeah. big time WWE guys in there. It makes you think, I mean, did AEW have to kind of work with WWE to get the rights to use those people or what? Like something had to so. happen there. See, I don't think so because a lot of those pictures I saw on social media. So it wasn't WWE releasing those pictures. It was Bray Wyatt. It was Seth Rollins. It was. It was. But the, they also didn't mention them by name too. So yeah, it wasn't using their name. It was using their like their picture that they posted themselves or somebody posted. So it's not like Jericho did mention the name Luke Harper, I think, more than once. So several times. So yeah. I don't necessarily know. If, I don't necessarily know if WWE sells the rights to that name or what. But I don't know. About I that. I feel like they. I feel like there definitely had to be some sort of communication, though. I, I, at the very least. Maybe. You know, I think AEW was that was probably the best tribute show I've ever seen to uh, the wrestler that passed away. Uh, it was really incredibly touching. <laughs> Wait, you didn't think so? I thought it was. I, 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 don't, I don't. I don't. Um, I don't grade them. Yeah, I mean, I thought, yeah. I mean, I thought <laughs> tributes or tribute video, uh, tributes or tribute shows. Again, I mentioned it last week. This is the first tribute show, non WWE. Someone had to do because there was yeah. no big names in WCW that passed away. So they, uh, this is the first time another company had to deal with something like this. And I think they'd be right. I think they did a great job. I mean, I thought they nailed it. Again, I, I have to, I have to give my props to Tony Khan though. Like I, I feel like that dude, and this is not a knock of Vince McMahon, but I feel like this dude literally gives a shit. For the people that work for him, absolutely. I could be I could be wrong, but I, I get that sense even by reading that. his tweets on social media, seeing how he was there at the, the show live. Like you can tell, he just, he legit gives a damn about these guys, you know. And uh, I, I feel like you don't see that not necessarily just in wrestling, but just in any company. Mm-hmm. You, know, you you don't see a lot of that. So um, and I thought he handled it really well, doing what he did. And uh, man, I mean, my heart still goes out to to Brody Lee and his family. Like, dude, just reading all those tweets. About the the type of person that Brody Lee was, man. Yeah, like we we lost a good one there. And you see the uh, surprisingly big impact he had on the New Day. Xavier Woods yeah. released uh, several tribute videos to him, and him and Kobe Kingston had a, got emotional and heartfelt during Raw yeah. talk, talking about Brody Lee and um, Luke Harper. So he had, he had an impact about everybody in this locker room. Everybody in this business had a positive story to tell about Brody Lee. And to us, I mean, to me, these fans, it was just a big name, a big guy. But you see these, the family these guys create backstage who spend most time with each other than they do with their families. It's just sad uh, 
tragically pass away like this. And it's crazy. It's the continuous thing you hear about him is about his family, his family, his family, yeah. his family, his family. And it's crazy because you don't necessarily see, like, again, not just in wrestling, but in a lot of sports, these athletes, you know, they're always on the road. You know, you hear them talking, living that like that uh, rock and roll lifestyle, yeah. if you will. Uh, you don't hear, you don't necessarily associate family with them too often, or they'll have families, but they're not necessarily family people. You know, but Brody Lee somehow uh, John Huber managed to find a way to to keep his family as number one, and yet still pursue his passion, doing what he loves. And you don't have to comment on this if you don't want to, because I don't want to waste too much time talking about that. But fuck this guy who said uh, he died from COVID, and they're just covering it up to protect their. <sighs> Oh, dude, I don't want to talk about this guy. So it's like, like they, they, what, what, what a piece of shit. They specifically said it wasn't COVID reason for certain reasons. Because right. if someone died of a lung reason, you, you know what everyone's thinking. I get the sniff. I got a sore throat. I think I'm dying of COVID. <laughs> they specifically no, said it I mean, wasn't like, because of that for certain reasons. They haven't revealed the reasons as of yet. Why? And it's none of our business. But for them, for this guy to go out and um, say what he said, it's really fucked up. The fact that uh, you know his wife had to make that statement. Yeah, that she did on social media. It just goes to show you what a scumbag this person was. I forgot who it was. No, I know the name. We just, I'm not going to give him the time of day. No, not him. I forgot who it was who tweeted saying, "I'm sorry, Amanda has to post something like this." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" That's how I found out about it. Uh, it, it was uh, Dax. Oh yeah, and he posted her statement. I'm like, "What the fuck happened?" I, I th- that's why I found out about it. I'm like, "What the fuck is this? Who, who would say yeah. something like this?" Just mere days after this ridiculous. But- I didn't- and that's a quote-unquote journalist. Yeah, that's not journalism. I went to school for journalism. You're not. You're looking for clout, buddy. That's what you're looking for. Let's just be real. How do we feel about them retiring the TNT Championship? Like that was awesome. That was fine. That was awesome. Yeah, I mean, like, it, when, when it came gonna, out, they're going the to have a new championship. The belt was ugly because it wasn't finished yet. And then they finally finished the belt, and it looks you know it looks much better. But then they retired that design in honor of Brody Lee. Now they're going to come up with a whole new design. Do they have one in mind already? Are, they gonna, are we going to not see the belt for a while? I'm curious how this new belt's going to look, when we're going to see it. Well, uh, Darby Allen, he has the championship. Yeah, but it doesn't have the belt anymore. So when is he oh, yeah, have the belt? Right. It's not the belt anymore. I don't know, man. Just, I, mean, I don't know. I, for me, I, I, was, I wasn't thinking too much about that. I, I just oh, thought that was really just, again, the, the classy move to do. I, again, I just I, I think that's the word immediately comes to mind is class. They, they all handle it very classy. That was my takedown of the week. I feel like there's nothing I could really compare, but Putty, the floor is yours. Yeah, there's nothing really that else can compare. Nothing really stood out. Um, whoever did that video package on NXT for Rhea Ripley and Raquel Gonzalez, mm. it's one of the best video packages I've seen in God knows how long. It was really well done. Where was this the first time around when they feuded? I was not aware of their personal backgrounds. I was not aware of how deep they go back, and this just made it me want to watch this match 10 times more. Now they add this personal layer that wasn't there before. Right. I right. Thought was, I thought really well done. And then when that, that logo, the R and R, and they changed the, the N to a V, I'm like, fuck this. This is amazing. <laughs> now, I don't know if you noticed this, man. This is something I, I, I took notice of. NXT has quite a bit of these video packages, and they do a really good job with them. Like, I believe what earlier this year, one of my takedowns for the week was a video package on NXT about Charlotte Flair and why she decided to go after the NXT yeah. women's title, uh, which I felt like added a whole layer and made me more like uh, interested in that storyline. I don't necessarily see these video packages happening on the main roster. No, they don't. Do you feel? Do you feel like a, like a lot of these rivalries could possibly benefit from something like this? I do. I just said this. 
this Raquel and Ray Ripley rivalry just sucked me into more because there's a personal layer to it now. I think they need to do more of the stuff like this on the main roster. They should. They absolutely do, man. Like I feel like because yeah, as you just say, you get more emotionally involved in this. You 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 know you learn a little bit more about the characters and a little bit more about the rivalry. And especially like you know, some people they have lives. They may not catch every week. They may have missed something that happened last week and wrong. But like you know, you you get more invested. You know, and um, and I, I think I think they're really missing something here because they used to do this on the main roster quite a bit. They put these video packages, these promos that get you so hyped. I remember there was one. There, there was one Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker leading up to WrestleMania 25. Um, one of the six songs that were by Placebo, uh, "Running Up That Hill," was featured as a song in there. I, I don't know if you remember this video, man. Like, um, dude, goosebumps, goosebumps, and I follow that storyline all across, all across the way. And seeing that made me even like, more hyped to see that match, dude. That was a WrestleMania match between two of the biggest names in the company. This is just a yeah. match between. Two up and comers on an NXT show, not even the biggest show of the year, and look, it's adding so much to it. They should do it more often. I mean, pick and, cho- pick and choose when they do it. Don't oversaturate it. Pick like one match from the card, and just oh, man, this, they, they hit a home run with that video package. I was just wow. They, they absolutely could like do so much more with this because how many times have we talked about WWE being the best in the game on a production standpoint? Oh yeah, talking about. Like, and for years, consistently, yeah. like, they hit home runs with this stuff, and it's just it's mind boggling that they don't do this more. Like, yeah. do they think the main roster is that damn good? They don't have to. Uh, not for nothing. I mean, the roster and the, the creative was a lot better back in the day. And you still did it back then. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Help these boys and girls out in the locker room, man. They're busting their butts in the ring. Help them out here. And you pull the curtain back. Like Raya and Raquel have this personal friendship. They go way back. You see them hanging out. You see them training together. You see them sitting on a couch partying together on the bus. Falling asleep. Like We know these guys in the main roster have a personal life. Let's peel the curtain back a little. Let's see these guys hanging out. Right. And, and that's, why, that's why I want to see more of it. When, when I hear the reports of Vince McMahon and, and USA Network, they're, they're not happy with Ron. They want to change directions a bit. This is the way to go. Right here. I think they could do something like that with um, like Sheamus and uh, Drew McIntyre. Yeah, you have that personal friendship. You, you can see those pictures and the, the stories. You need to do it more often, man. Let's do this. I think I like think we, we follow the product. We follow their social medias. Yeah, we hear them on interviews. We, we, they they have lives. Technology is everywhere. It's updated completely, man. We get to see beyond the characters. We get to see who these people are. Why don't you blend the two? How about that? You want to go? You want to go dark and edgy? Yeah. You want to go back to the attitude era? You don't necessarily have to go all the way back to the attitude era. You just work with what you have here. Go back to the reality era that you had five yeah. years ago. Yeah. In a way, like some of the biggest pops you get is when they bring real life shit in. Always when, works. Um, always works. It always works. The casual fans, it pleases the fucking marks. It works. Like when Nikki Bella had that rivalry with Ronda Rousey, when shots were fired by John Cena after their breakup, yeah. I was like, oh shit, yeah. we're going there. It's great. Loved it. So maybe this is them testing the waters. I don't know, but I'm I mean, okay. So I, I, I've called NXT still developmental in my eyes. You know, if this is what they're doing, if if they're treating this as like a test, as a beta pilot or whatever you want to call it, uh, for the main roster, then awesome, cool. But I, you know, I, I think they need to pull that trigger soon. Welcome back, Sonya Deville. Can, can we just talk about this real fast with Sonya Deville? Yeah, that's why I brought it up. <laughs> Love the fact that she's back. We all knew she was coming back. She looks great. I feel like that was just so wasted. <laughs> it was just so wasted. She was walking backstage, 
and you see these names, big names, Baron Corbin, uh, somebody else I forgot. And they just stop. And <laughs> yeah, big names. <laughs> stop, stop and stare. Like, oh my god, is that fucking him? Like, oh, they're shocked yeah. and like, oh my god, is what they going on? I thought she was going to come out there, cut a promo. or I something. I thought she was coming to the ring. Yeah, I thought she was coming to the yeah. ring. I'm like, oh, but no, they come back from commercial saying, oh, Sonya Deville has been reinstated. I'm like, why? By who? Yeah. What's, yeah. The, what's the story? Like, why? What is up? Really? That was like such a waste, and especially after she had like such a strong year, such a strong year, man. And unfortunately, what with what happened with the um. With a with a douchebag, but we need to know why. Why was she reinstated? And there was a perfect opportunity. Storm to the ring, welcome back. Here's why I'm back. Here's what I want to do. Maybe next week, Mark. What would have been better is a surprise entry in the Royal Rumble. Honestly, that that would have been. That's a what lot I thought better. was going to happen. That, that I expected to be a surprise yeah. entry, but I guess not. They're going a different route. Yeah, or or maybe even not even a surprise entry because that would have been maybe too obvious. But maybe costing Mandy Rose a spot in the Royal Rumble. Maybe. I don't know. I don't, two different shows. So I don't know. I mean, technically, she was fired from SmackDown, right? She could have come to Raw. I feel like anything would have been better than what they just did here. Alexa Bliss, how do you feel about that? How they ended that cliffhanger? Okay, so I do want to talk about that too. Actually, you you brought up a keyword right there, cliffhanger. I thought that was great. Okay, I I I thought it was a cool moment to see. It it got dark, it got edgy, and that's exactly where the storyline has been this whole time. So, not not a surprise that they want here. Uh, The acting on both of them, phenomenal. Uh, cliffhanger. It went with the cliffhanger, and it, that's the oldest TV trick in the book, and it still works. It still works, man. Especially when done right, it makes me wait, wait, wait. What? Turn off now? I do. Oh, I gotta see what happens next week. I don't understand why they don't do more of this. Cliffhangers work well if done right. I.e., Dallas, the biggest cliffhanger in the history of television. Mm-hmm. This one. Anytime a wrestler gets hurt, storyline-wise, anytime something happens on TV, they're always like, stay tuned to our social media to find out what's going on. So, like, if Alexa, if he actually burned Alexa Bliss, wouldn't they have posted it on their social media? Like, wouldn't they have posted, oh, here's what happened after all? I don't think it worked this time. No. Okay. It's, it worked in this text of, like, tuning in to see what's going on, but they're always pushing their social medias. They're always playing stuff that happened after all went off the air. Why wouldn't they push us to go to their social media to see what Randy Orton did to Alexa Bliss or gives an update on Alexa Bliss. Is she, is she burned? Is she dead? Tune in raw Monday. Like, can't you just tell me now? Like I tune in, I, I tune in to see what happened to Dana Bryan when Jay Russo kicked his ass. You right. can't tell me what happened with Alexa Bliss. Is she alive? I mean, I do see your point here with that because I guess maybe I would, because Alexa Bliss was kind of dark on social media during this past week, right? I believe so. Yeah. Right. Which I think was great, which is smart to do. I'm assuming clearly he didn't set her on fire then. I mean, storyline-wise, clearly. But, they, but then, she, like, you know, if she was on fire, they would happen. have posted something. See, this is where social media is, uh, is a double-edged sword right here. Because, yeah. like, I, I literally just talked about how they should utilize the social media, right? Yeah. And here, this, this hurts that storyline. Because you're right. I wasn't even thinking about that. Here, here I am. I was just like, yeah, old school, man. Tune in next week. I'm in. Now it's like, man, I should have gone to social media. Why, why, why is it on social media? Why can't I go on Twitter and see what happened? <laughs> I mean, let everybody. Hey, everybody, you pop my bubble. No time. But it's just, <laughs> we're going to tune in and see what happens, how they play it off. But it's just like, okay. So then is, is, is this it? Thing? You can't use cliffhangers anymore? It's, are, we just, are we done with this? Because you brought up a good point. I mean, you can easily just go what happens on social media. It seems, it seems like WWE has cameras around the clock. <laughs> yeah, they don't really deal with cliffhangers too often unless someone gets, quote, unquote, hurt. And they're like, tune in for an update on our social medias. But then that happens. 
they don't really do cliffhangers too often on WWE wrestling products. Cause I guess just, because it, because of social media, you're right. And if there is anything that happens, they're like, oh, here's what happened after Raw, Raw went off the air. Check out WWE right. on our YouTube page to find out what happened. Right. So there's ways around it. So they don't really do cliffhangers too much. I wish they did do it more. This was a good cliffhanger back in the 90s. Yeah, you're right. Back in the 90s, this this would have been dynamite. And I, I thought it was awesome until talking to you right now. I mean, it was, it was, it was awesome. <laughs> it was like... You just completely ruined that moment for me. Thank you. My pleasure, buddy. My pleasure. Are you are you still are you still in on the storyline? Randy Orton the Fiend? Yeah. I'm in on anything Randy Orton does. Yeah. So I'm curious to see what happens next. And Alexa Bliss, man, she really adds a whole other element to this too. Like uh a rumor has it now there's gonna be a, a fire a firefly funhouse match, Royal Rumble between the Fiend and Randy Orton. Why? I so like no, well, that was an Inferno match. Now, like the oh, last oh, time we saw a right. Firefly Funhouse match, the was, Firefly Inferno match. Was like yeah, last time we saw this match was the Fiend versus John Cena at WrestleMania. So it makes me think: Are we going to see something similar? Is it going to be a cinematic match? And um, one has to think: If we're going down this route, Alexa Bliss has to be used. So that will be very, very interesting. We also said that on Twitter. You said if Alexa Bliss is not involved, I'm going to be disappointed, and she was not involved. Uh, yeah, well, okay. I mean, that was a different type of match. I didn't necessarily know what we're going to see there with that, with the Inferno match. Nobody did. And I don't think anybody's going to see, I don't think we're going to see the John Cena match type two. I think we're going to see a whole new thing. But here's the thing with that type of match. There's so many things you, you could do like the same setup, but it would be still a completely different type of match. Cause he plays off of, uh, plays off your past. You know, it's, Randy Orton has a different type of uh, journey than what John Cena has. So that would be cool and interesting to see we don't know what's going to happen man the fiend is so unpredictable i think that's one of the cool things about his character we'll find out anything else for tv i think we covered everything this time we did cover everything we we got nothing man i got nothing on that note let's get some go home thoughts mark what do you got for me this week do i had a little cinematic experience of my own this past week i watched three movies three movies that were supposed to come out of theaters but Obviously, for COVID reasons, we were watching at our home. I saw Wonder Woman. Okay. I saw Midnight Sky, and I saw Soul. Midnight Sky. What is that? That's a new George Clooney movie. Okay. It's on yeah, Netflix. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Ask me which one was the best movie, buddy. Ask me which one. I think I know the answer to this, but how was uh, what was the best movie, Mark? Soul. I'm hearing a lot of good Soul. things about Soul. Oh, my God. And I'm not a, a cartoon or animated person at all. Soul, if that doesn't win an Oscar for best movie of the year, I, I don't know what will. That was incredible. Not necessarily a movie for kids. Also heard it as well. Like, yeah. It was like very deep. It definitely had, had me asking a lot of questions about life and what am I doing with it in general. Yeah. Um, but my God, man, it was a touching, a feel-good movie, for especially for these times right now. I'm hearing a lot of good things about Soul. Things like, like you said, for adults, the big school here in Queens that apparently had a big part of that production did a big shout out in the credits so shout out the queens here okay. in new york okay but yeah that's, that's a movie on my list i want to check out i heard not too good things about wonder woman i still probably will check it out anyway i don't know why the hate for wonder woman uh wonder woman i thought was a very fine movie i thought it was entertaining i thought christian wig was awesome in it um un- underrated i you know were some of the special effects was a little meh maybe maybe I, I felt like some of the special effects were black panther-esque in there 
it was still it's a fine movie, man. I I didn't have a problem with it at all. I think there's a, like a lot of unnecessary hate for it. People love to hate. Again, as, yeah. as, as, as wrestling fans, we know people just love to hate to hate. I, I know. I, I just don't get it. Was it as good as the first one? Maybe not. Uh, I just feel like a lot of people had like low expectations for the first one. I think, and it was a very good movie. Uh, this one was fine, dude. Uh, I, I don't. I really don't know what the hate is. Yeah, people. I saw people hating on it all over social media. I'm like, you know what? I'm still gonna watch it. I'm gonna check it out for myself because. Yeah, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Check it out, man. It's fun. Hey, cause if you just go into it like thinking, like, I'm just gonna have fun while watching this, then you're fine. If you're expecting like the other Missy, uh, <laughs> if you're expecting like a cult classic from this, uh, you might be a little disappointed. The other Missy's still on Netflix. Go check it out, David Spade. Great movie. Just don't go and expecting much. Yeah, don't. Yeah, set the bar very low for yourself. Really good movie. Well, how was Midnight uh... Sky? Midnight Sky was all right. No. Oh. Was it right? What's it about? I've seen, I've, seen, so, I've seen the commercial for it. I still don't even know what it's about. So it's basically like, you know, it's post-apocalyptic world. The world is ending. There was a big... Also, it's a reality show. Yeah, right. There was a big event that happened like two weeks before this, uh, before we're watching today. And uh, basically, these astronauts are coming back to Earth. So the, this, the one dude that's left behind is scientists trying to warn him, hey, don't come back. Uh, this, this ship is sinking really fast. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, it's on Netflix. It was well done. Uh, It was very well shot. Great special effects and everything. Well acted. I just, you know, my wife and I were looking at each other. It's like, I don't have to know what's missing. It just missed that certain oomph. You know what I'm talking about? It was like, it was like The Revenant combined with um, Gravity. If you've seen those movies at all. I saw Gravity, yeah. I didn't see The Revenant. It was like a combination of those two. Again, well acted. It was a fine movie. It just... I, when I saw the trailer and when I, when I heard it was about, I was expecting, I guess, maybe a little bit more. I don't know why, but it was fine. You want Soul to win Best Picture or Best Picture Animated? Best Picture, period. All right. I mean, it's a good chance. I don't chances here because not much came out this year, right? <laughs> yeah, not much has come out. You know, I know the Oscars got pushed back to April this year. That's right. So I don't know what we'll see here. I mean, Chance Star Wonder Woman might be nominated at this point. You never know. <laughs> Well, good, Mark. I, you, I, I was going to check out Soul. I was going to check out Wonder Woman, but I might put Soul now number one because I heard a lot of good things about that. Oh, dude, it's a mind fuck. It really was. I finished Ted Lasso. What a what a fantastic show! Oh man, good show, right? Oh my god, one of my favorite really? shows. I can't wait for season two to come out. Mm-hmm. Oh man, what a fantastic, fantastic show! Now I need a new show to watch. Cobra Kai, man, new season just launched today. I've been binge really? watching. Okay. Oh. So good. Have you watched any of it at all or no? My friend showed me episode one, season one, when it was on YouTube. Okay. Read what, a year or two ago? Yeah. And then I never went back to watch it. I wasn't a Karate Kid fan. I never watched Karate Kid. So I don't know. Neither was I. I, I, I binge oh, watched yeah, we had this, movies. Yeah, we had this conversation. Yeah, this yeah. year. Yeah. Uh, so Cobra now, Kai fucking rocks, dude. So now uh, we need a new show to watch. So yeah, maybe Cobra Kai will be it. You'll enjoy it. Go to, I think it's uh, awshop.com or Pro Wrestling Tees. I think all the proceeds to Brody Lee's shirts will go to his family. I think um, CM Punk's donating all the proceeds for his shirts to uh, Brody Lee's family. That's awesome. If you want to help out any way you can, there are ways you can help. So, and we all, most of us got our stimulus checks today. So, uh, I didn't. I'm, I feel like I'm the only bastard that has it. You probably make too much, Mark. That could be that. <laughs> and hopefully, Georgia do the right decision. Don't get too political here, but. If you guys vote the right way, I can get $1,400 back. Please. That's this week, right? Let's, yeah, it's Tuesday. Let's turn Georgia blue. Wow, oh, dude, that's a big week. I could use that extra $1,400. Yeah, 
I think we all could. Yeah, I, I'm not even just talking for that man. Like just, after the shenanigans we've seen this past year in the Senate, <laughs> I, I don't know how you're not tired of it. <laughs> I don't know either, man. And he got reelected again. <sighs> I, I, that's wild. That's just wild. I, I hate getting political, but Jesus Christ, dude, uh, he's just a no good son of a bitch. Yeah, he's a uh, whatever. We're gonna, let's end that conversation here. Yeah. <laughs> So again, make sure you check out hashtag Too Good TV, hashtag Too Good Talk on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook Live. Ace Andrews, my pages, we have the show linked up there. If you want to see my on-screen video debut, it was, it was a fun time. Steve the Body Lugo, Ace Andrews. But until then, uh, Mark, uh, that's the show this week. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too, my friend. Cheers. And for everyone that wants to follow me, you could go to yourfavoriteactor.com. All my social media links are on there. Buddy, 2021, man. Let's hope for a better year. Yeah. You're like so unaffected. Do you get excited for anything? The Masked Singer. Oh, God. All right, sign off. <laughs> check, check out The Masked Dancer. Not so much into it because I don't know if anything about anything. But The Masked Singer is coming back. Um, looking forward to the Dolphins game, even though Fitzmagic is on the COVID list. I get excited about certain things. Are the Bills, are they resting their starters? Don't know yet, Mark. Oh, my God. Thanks for bringing it up. Don't know. <laughs> Fucking hope so. I hope not, man. I, I, I do DraftKings. I did put Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs in quite a few lineups. Uh, but then I heard this today. He might rest the starters. You have to. It's your first playoff game and God knows how long. Rest your starters. Come on. Why risk it against Dolphins defense? Dolphins defense is unstop- it's amazing. They're not locked in their seed, though. Yeah, they won the division. They won the division, but like they could still go like – they could still be three. It could be four. It could be – it's not necessarily locked at three. Actually, starters. Don't 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 be cute. <laughs> what happens? Wait, wait, wait. So Dolphins lose this game and they're out. No, I think the Dolphins, there... Dolphins lose, and somebody else. I mean, I think Dolphins have a good chance to stay in because they're number they're the fifth seed right now. So if they right. lose and somebody else loses, they're in. But if they lose and everybody else wins, they're out. Because there are four teams. Who's, who's everyone else? So, so Cleveland, right? Is one of Cleveland, those other Baltimore, teams. and uh, Indy. Indy. So Cleveland's facing Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's resting some of their starters. So ben Roethlisberger included. Shot. Yeah. Uh, Baltimore's playing, playing Jacksonville? No. No. It needs on the outside. It needs the fourth spot right now looking in. Oh, it doesn't matter. Dolphins, are gonna, Dolphins aren't going to go far in the playoffs anyway. Dolphins have the third or fifth pick in the draft thanks to the Houston Texans. The Dolphins could be the first team to make the playoffs. Oh, and Baltimore's get- playing Cincinnati. So they're going to win that one. I get the top five picks in 1999, I believe it was. So... I'm okay with that. And Indianapolis playing Jacksonville. So, <laughs> so Colts, Baltimore, and uh, Cleveland could all win those games. They could. So could the Dolphins, though. If all Damn. if everybody wins, I think uh, Indy's on the, the odd man out. Week 17. Gotta love it. And by the time you guys listen to the show, m- most things will be decided already. So this is just all for naught. So until hey, this next is week. Me, this is just me and you talking, having fun. All right. I have been your host at Mock Party. Party out. Hey baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh my. And maybe you seem a bit confused, yeah baby, but I got you pinned. Ha 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 But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night everybody. <laughs>